is the Wandering Berry Center podcast. I am your host, Brian. Over there is Alex. Hey, everybody. Uh, doing lyric edition number two today. Uh, yeah, we're going to have a second go at this. Yeah, had a bunch of fun in the last one, so why not? Uh, song choice, or well, band choice. Uh, System of a Down, which mm-hmm. is like, uh, I think I looked their board, uh, started in 94. And they're mm-hmm. like an alternative rock band kind of thing, and it can be can, they can be pretty intense. Yeah, I would say like almost alternative rock. It's a little light, but then you get yeah, it's a little light because you definitely have some metal in there, um, and then this like I don't know. A lot of their songs are very dark. Yep. Or have at least the overtones of being dark. Yep. Um, their guitarist at one point had some really intense makeup and has full body length tattoos and mm-hmm. he would wear like uh, dark eye eye makeup around his eyes. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think they were pretty? I don't know how mainstream they got. But I think fairly. Yeah, you don't really get bands like that hitting the mainstream like I used to. No, I don't think so. Just which is kind of interesting. And it's funny, at least for me, because. I really enjoy most a lot at least all the songs that I know really enjoy them mm-hmm. but I wouldn't have normally guessed that this type of music would be something I'd regularly listen to or at least did. Yeah. I hadn't listened to them in a long time but I in the last week since we've been yep. prepping this I've enjoyed the crap out of listening to <laughs> these songs particularly but all of them that that I yeah managed to hear so it was fun. Okay, so um do you want to move into the first one? Definitely. Okay, we're going to play that right now. Here we go. Yeah. 
Just like that. Just like the magic that. of post production. Um, so Chop Suey is the name of that mm-hmm. song. Um, yep. with an exclamation point. Yep. In the title. Yep. And it has a special history to us at least. Probably a ton of people, but the first <laughs> of just not knowing what the hell they're saying, basically. Especially if this was your first time hearing that song. Yeah. I mean, chances are you have no idea what those first couple of lyrics were. <laughs> And nobody did for a long time. This was really mm-hmm. pre-internet, like, or not pre-internet, but uh, you probably had to buy the album and look at the little right insert right. Um, to know. <laughs> so, even before they start singing, did you notice that they say they like whisper in the beginning, "We're rolling suicide." I did. I hear don't know that. if people hear that, but yeah, I, I almost did. thought my lyrics are wrong the first time because I saw that, and then. I was like, I didn't hear that, and I had to go back and, and really listen for it, but they definitely say that at the beginning. I don't know why. Yeah, so they start off pretty dark, as we said they might. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My other thought was maybe they were, that was just like a, we're rolling, and suicide is just, I mean, that's a, a used again in the song, right? So maybe it was just some sort of keyword for the song that they were about to do and that just made it onto the track. Totally. I mean... You know, sometimes they'll leave production little tidbits like that in there. Bands do weird shit all the time, so it could Mm -hmm. mean nothing. Like create songs like this. (laughs) Maybe. uh, (laughs) This is definitely... I mean, it feels like there's a theme in there, but then at the same time... I think so. Um certain parts of it you're like what yeah for sure all Um, right let's see what you got all right so So the first block of of lyrics here it's wake up wake up uh grab a brush and put a little makeup hide the scars to fade away the shake-up doesn't he say grab a brush and put a little twice um yeah it might be like um sorry no i think he says hide the scars to fade away the shake-up twice Okay. Either way, doesn't matter. Yeah. The weird. Yeah, we the way my lyrics. have to read the the. Uh, yeah. The whispered part because if you That's go back and listen yeah. to it, it's kind of like wake up, wake up. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So he does that. And I I've forgotten that because looking at my lyrics here, it's got it listed out twice, but. Yeah. That's silly so, because I listened to the song like eleven times. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway. So, yeah, hide the scars to fade away the shake-up. Why do you leave the keys upon the table? Yep. It is not why would you put the ketchup on the bagel, in case that's what you were wondering. <laughs> uh, and then, here you go, create another fable. To be fair, that's though, kind of the first verse. asking someone why they put ketchup on a bagel is a fair question. Definitely a fair question. If somebody was ever doing that in front of you, you don't, you don't trust them. Feel free to ask. <laughs> so, yeah. Grab a brush and put a little makeup. Hide, mm-hmm. hide the scars to fade away the shakeup. Definitely. So they're trying to hide something. Yeah, mask Either, something else. You know, yep. seemingly physical or emotional could yep. be as well, uh, or both. Um, so, you know, I kind of like this is one of those songs where my first notions were different than when I had made it, you know, halfway or three quarters through the song, and then I go back and say, okay, I think now this is what this means. There are parts, um, there's a relationship revealed in a couple lines that, yeah. that you kind of need to understand this part, I think. So I, in general with this song, I I initially thought that it was somebody talking about somebody else, mm-hmm. but then I realized, I think that it's the person singing the song is talking about themselves. Yeah, I, would, I tend to agree, yeah. Um. And I got this very split personality vibe from the whole song. And I think that's why in the beginning you get like the wake up, wake up, you know, and everything mm. being said twice, like in two different ways. Makes sense. That's that's what I think anyway. Yeah, I would say there's definitely two. Ex- there's some emotional extremes with whoever mm-hmm. this person is. And right. in dealing with the relationship that we're talking about, they mm-hmm. go from one end to the other. 
in, an, in an attempt to uh, make the relationship work, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But the line, <laughs> the line about putting the keys upon the table I, <sighs> is interesting. What did you get there? I guess I didn't, I didn't really get anything out of it. I guess, which is silly because it's the best one in terms of. <laughs> so I think that what, so when I think of somebody leaving keys on a table, I think that's like um, them leaving and not coming back. Sort of. Okay. Well, the um, so the person in question, I guess himself, the person singing, had intentions or at least had the means to like, let's say, leave or lock the door or even open the door, whatever it was, whatever, you know, if you think of keys, you're maybe you're locking something or you're opening something, closing something. Mm-hmm. Um, they had that opportunity and the means to do that. So potentially locking away or getting away from whatever was causing these scars and stuff before. But then they left that opportunity on the table. They didn't, you know, they okay. didn't um, yeah, yeah. take advantage of that. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. And then here you go, create another fable. So they're lying to themselves about not acting yeah. on that opportunity. Okay. Making that- shit, you know, just like lying to themselves, I guess. And does I, that make sense? Yeah, it does. And now I'm I'm seeing something that I didn't um, see quite before. I guess I skipped over that because I was just like keys on the table. Like I I was going yeah, way too I think literal. That's, I think that's yeah, just a a way of saying like you had a means to something and you passed up on it. You didn't take advantage of it. Yeah. So yeah, that, okay. You got more out of that than I did. Um, I found this one difficult in a in a. It hit. I had to go through it a couple times. Yeah. Um, so the next part is the same verse as before, with the same lines except for now he's adding in between all of them. You wanted to. Yeah. So grab a brush and put a little makeup. You wanted to. Right. Hide the scars to fade away the shakeup. You wanted to. So this so, is definitely the uh, the person singing blaming mm-hmm. or saying i did all the things that you wanted yeah. me to do basically um i took it as recognizing that it's it was self-motivated whether desired or not not really sure at this point but by saying if it is him talking about himself he's kind of acknowledging you know it was self-motivated well so i guess maybe but could it be talking to the other person yeah, it, that's what I initially thought going through this, is that it, it was somebody talking to somebody else, so that okay. would work too. Okay. I changed my mind, but I think both work. I guess I am talking to somebody else, because uh, the main thing that I guess is driving me off of that is earlier, grab a brush and put a little makeup. If they're mm-hmm. talking about themselves, they're talking in a particular, uh, I don't even know what the right literary term is, but they don't say I or you, it's a, it's a particular way they're saying that phrase right they don't say i or you or me or whatever and then mm-hmm. in the next two they say you why do you leave the keys on the table mm-hmm. why or here you go to create another fable so i guess you could see that as the first couple are talking about the self and don't yeah. don't require they're inherently a me statement and then the mm-hmm. other ones are some directed away due to the use of the word you yeah so that's i initially I agreed with that initially, okay. um, yeah. but then when I came up with the idea of the whole split personality, that's why I thought okay. maybe you could still use you in those situations, sure. and he could sure. still be talking to... Yeah, okay. And I think the rest, let's see, as we move on, Yeah. Um, if that holds true, it might not. So, yeah, he does the you wanted to part, and then he goes, mm-hmm. I, I don't think you trust in my self-righteous suicide. I cry when angels deserve to die. Mm-hmm. Die, actually, twice. <laughs> <laughs> die! That's more like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so again, initially, before I went back and, and went through it again, I thought he was putting, so I don't think you trust, I think he's putting blame on that original person. Mm-hmm. Or himself, if you go with the split personality theory. I struggled with self-righteous suicide. Very much. Um, which is, for me, 
I guess another speaking point to it being a, a separate entity, mm-hmm. you could look at self-righteous suicide and also the you wanted to parts as like, look at all the things I've done to save this, yet you're still, uh, you know, shoving me away or, or, or mm-hmm. the relationship is still bad. So like self-righteous suicide, it, although it's interesting that the person would admit that it's self, self-righteous suicide, mm-hmm. you normally if you were partaking in such a thing, you probably wouldn't openly describe it that way, but um, they're making an extreme example of like, why, you know, why aren't you listening to me? They're almost like uh, kicking and screaming, right? Hmm. And this verse is, is very melodic compared to what we've gotten to before, right? Yep. Everything else Um, has been extremely fast and short. Right. So it could be, so if you, hmm, I'm thinking if it's like a, uh, you know, he's got a calm side and then the more aggressive side, um, that the works. calm side is, is, you know, being the one to say you wanted to do this, you wanted to do this. Um, hmm. cause then at the end when he says, I, I cry when angels deserve to die, it, it goes back when he says die, he goes crazy. Like I just said, right. Starts yelling again. Um, very good observation yes he does and by saying that so self-righteous suicide so he's I couldn't decide if it is suicide of his self-righteousness or committing suicide due to self-righteous beliefs I couldn't decide what he was talking about I guess I was leaning more towards the second one committing suicide due to self-righteous beliefs in an effort to like, uh, <clears throat> it's like a show. It's a it's a mm-hmm. selfish show. Okay. So and then the the next line, I cry when angels deserve to die, is, I mean that's a pretty um, visceral thing. Well, and bold statement to be declaring that you know when angels deserve to die. Like right. that's going back to the self righteousness, right? Right. That he's able to make that statement in the first place, or right. feel that he is. Uh, so then we go back to the original verse, right? We Wake do, up, and it's it's got the quiet parts again, the yep. contrasting parts. Hide away to the scars, or hide the scars, excuse me. Um, then goes so yeah, grab a brush, hide the scars. Uh, why'd you leave the keys up on the table? Here you go, create another fable. You wanted to part starts mm-hmm. again so basically repeat yeah um all that and then yeah and actually go going back real quick something i know i wrote down that i don't know about you but i'm always worried that i shouldn't say i'm always worried this is literally the second time we've done this um <laughs> that i'm not going to agree with what i wrote the first time when we then sit down to go through it again but um so at the the part where he says i cry when angels deserve to die like you with the way that whole verse is sung if you this is your first time hearing that song you probably are not really expecting that like it just like snaps back no or yeah i should something so angry you know like i don't know i just thought that that contrast there was pretty and the angels thing and i suppose fable to a certain extent starts to bring about like a, a religious theme potentially, especially mm-hmm. considering what comes later. Oh, that's it. Yeah. That's interesting. I didn't think about. And I so the, the angel part was the first point, but yeah, you could say the fable part too. When I got to that part, I wondered if the relationship we were talking about this whole time is like somebody pleading with God about, uh, potentially getting into heaven or any number of situations, mm. I suppose. Yeah. In this self-righteous person it's saying... Like battling a, some sort of religious belief or something? Maybe. Could be that. Um, and this, this person, again, I, I keyed in on the, the, the pompousness, maybe, of declaring yeah. that you know when angels deserve to die. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty... It's a pretty stark lyric. Bold statement. So that, to me, would be like, you know, if you then imagine God's thought process, like, this, this fucking fool, like... Right. <laughs> um, but I'm jump. Well, I guess I'm not really jumping too far ahead. No, I don't think so because we get a lot of repeating of those verses. Yep. So he um, 
more self-righteous suicide, more mm-hmm. crying about angels deserving to die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, so the last part, I don't know if you want to read that. The Well, he starts yelling, Father. Yeah. Well, and it's, again, kind of doubled up, so it's not quite as dramatic as before, but it's mostly just yelling, Father. And it, yeah, and it's definitely so the... yelling at this priest, right? Right. Um... So the interesting part here is, Father, into your hands, I commend my spirit. That's the next line. Um, I guess we could read the whole thing. Father, into your hands, I commend my spirit. Father, into your hands, why have you forsaken me? In your eyes, forsaken me. In your thoughts, forsaken me. In your heart, forsaken me. Yep. So going back to the beginning there, Father, into your hands, I commend my spirit. Normally when you sit down with a priest and confess something, you're confessing your sins. Mm -hmm. But this is completely the other way around. He's confessing how great his spirit is, right? He's commending himself. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's kind of like, again, the opposite. Of what Um, you would expect. What you would expect. And this person can't understand why they're ultimately being... True. Yeah, they're trying to understand why. They're trying to justify, look at all these things I did. I hid the scars. I did all these things. Hmm. Um, at least that's at, at this point with the father stuff. I know it's it's kind of hitting it on the head in terms of uh, I suppose it's not religious because that's the too obvious choice. But we're talking about angels already and commending mm-hmm. spirits. So I, I had to take at least the spiritual type of angle. Just it seemed too. No, I think so. Um... And it even could be a split personality, even talking mm-hmm. to a third person. This whole song is could be from is from the one person's personality, mm-hmm. and they but they have both the the calmer, more melodic side, and they have the the angrier side. Right. And those are those extremes that they, you know, that this person is going to to try to prove, ultimately in vain, that they deserve mm-hmm. whatever it is that they they seek. Oh. Yeah. That no. That that point you just made about him being or not understanding why right right asking these questions whereas before in the song he's yeah there's this battle there's balance going on between him being sure of something and unsure right Mm -hmm. so before you know with the lines like all those things about him saying you wanted to you wanted to you wanted to so he was more definite in that but then you get to this point and not so definite anymore yeah and um, but it def- there's definitely like a feeling of he's feeling deserted and betrayed at this at this point right definitely and he transitions the father father part you know he's screaming and over mm-hmm. over a couple lines there he transitions over to the more melodic style for the forsaken yeah. parts mm-hmm. um which is not only and very interestingly, nice to listen to, but mm-hmm. meaningful. Um, the next verse is again repeated from before, but uh, with the way it's it's sung a little differently, he's basically like pleading and begging at this point, right? Yeah. yeah and the he's... whole song ends in the melodic way yeah. rather than yelling. Like he, it, the last word is die, which he screams earlier in the song, but then at the end it's, it's more sung. And it started all fast and crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, trust in my self-righteous suicide. I don't believe, right? He says, uh... oh, I don't think you, okay, never mind. It's just a version of the same lyric. Never mind. Um, yeah, yeah, but the, the part, I don't think you trust is not there anymore. No, he just is telling, more making commanding. a statement, right? Right, commanding that you just trust in it. Rather than questioning it, hmm. Yeah, definitely. I didn't really des- that until definitely, then. desperation increases. Mm-hmm. A pretty confusing song, actually. <laughs> I was just gonna end on the similar note of like, you know, when we first heard this song, we were much younger, obviously. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, this came out in two thousand one. Yeah. It's crazy. And. Just I just liked it because it was fast and you just like screamed to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a cool song. It's but it's yeah. it's funny now to look at it in a much different different mm-hmm. way. Um, 
And with a name like Chop Suey, there's there's something I didn't even really. I didn't even pay attention to the name. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. What does that mean? I got nothing. Like. <laughs> <laughs> it's so out there. It has nothing to do, with, or at least what, I don't think it what has. What does any... Chop Suey even mean? As like. I think it's a meal. Words? I think it's a type of meal. Uh, so, we could be completely off on, on the, <laughs> the song, but I think at at the very least, the almost similar to the first song we did by the Gorillas, there's that contrast, right? Definitely, which is evident both in the lyrics and in the way the you know the melody of the song and right. how it's delivered. So I think you know that's certainly there. Chop suey is a Chinese-style dish of meat stewed and fried mm-hmm. with bean sprouts, bamboo shoots, and onions, and often served with rice. That doesn't help. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see it. don't see the relationship. Okay. All in all, though, yeah, great song. It is a great song. Okay. It makes me headbang a lot. Definitely. Doing normal tasks, if you put that song on, they become more extreme. Okay, are you ready to jump over to the other one? Yep, let's do it. So the next one is Aerials. A, uh, well, off the same album. Yes, off the same album. Obviously mm-hmm. the same band. Is what, mm-hmm. what I was about to say, which is <laughs> no shit. So, all right, we're going to play that right now. Here it goes. Never wanna lose. Here 
we're back. Nice. Um, totally illegal to do that, by the way. Yeah. In case you're wondering. We're providing commentary. <laughs> All right. So I, re- um, I really like this one. Um, it's a it's a really nice song. There's some. I think I understand this song as a whole more, but there are definitely still some confusing parts. Actually, yeah. the name of the song and and when that comes into the lyrics, I actually, I'm interested to hear what you came up with. Um, I think I found this one easier. I definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, there are definitely some tough parts, but. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so the first part, uh, life is a waterfall, we're one in the river, and one again after the fall. Yep. And actually... So... So, well, no, I, I was just going to potentially read the next one, but we can just jump right through that. I, again, I think so often with songs in general, you do need to also understand, by the by, as we said, when you get to the end of it, you've either confirmed or denied your initial theory... Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I think a good, I shouldn't say a good song, but an aspect that makes a song really interesting is one that you don't really know until you get to the end. Right. You know, just like a good ending in a movie. Same thing. You know, something at the end kind of makes it all click, or at least at some point along it. So, um, my... I think... Go ahead. I was just going to say, uh, we're one in the river... Um, that's kind of the calm part of life. And then he says we're one again after the fall. Okay. So the fall being the hectic part of life. So we um, are, we're on the same path, I think. Okay. So yeah, humanity so, is all together from the start. We're all born mm-hmm. the same way, right? Mm-hmm. Then, then life happens, which is just free falling over the cliff right. and then down on the pool just, again. Despite that, you know, we all die together or we all die. We're still one. Right. So I think it's interesting actually that he says, you know, he explicitly says life is a waterfall. He doesn't say life is a river. So obviously that says the falling part, but um, that mm, kind of says to me that there's inevitably going to be the hectic part, right? Yeah. It's to have a waterfall, you probably have the river, right? That's kind of necessary, but um, that's a good yeah, point. So He's I, very I just specific. think that distinction is, yeah. is kind of important. So I think. You want to read the next one? Yeah, and also I was just going to say, sort of setting my my overall themes. I think a lot of this song is, or the song in general, it, at least in the initial parts, is uh, just commentary on like humanity in general. Um, okay. So, so you mean like not necessarily connected, or? No, no, no. It's all connected, especially, mm-hmm. and it all gets wrapped up in the end. Um, mm-hmm. I think, but um, yeah, I don't know. I guess just. That's what I have written down. It just seemed like a, okay, I a, got you. a, a commentary on, on humanity and uh, greed. Oh, interesting. Okay. So, swimming through the void, we hear the word, we lose ourselves, but we find it all. And I don't know about mm-hmm. you, but I have a question mark after, but we find it all. Like, that's how the lyrics were written? That's how the lyrics are written. Oh, I didn't know. I don't have that. Interesting. It's not often you Again, see punctuation, so I thought it was no. weird. I mean, I'll get, like, commas and stuff in there, but... And my source did have some commas in various places, but no... Definitely no question mark. He doesn't say it like a question mark. No, he really doesn't. So I, I, I did try to not put, tried to not put too much weight and ultimately didn't have to. Yeah, okay. Um, but I just thought that was interesting that, of all the things, there was a question mark there. Yeah, so swimming through the void... We hear the word, so I think what that's kind of saying is that, like, you know, nobody really knows what's going on in this life, and it's ambiguous, but somehow we get a direction, and we make it through, right? And that's kind of referencing back to the the water as well from before. I think that's, yeah, and my specific take on it was um, just, like, navigating through life, the void. Um, mm-hmm. We're attracted to certain paths. And we, so we hear a word, we're attracted mm-hmm. to a certain path. And I started to talk about like, or think about greed um, here, but then it got more confirmed later, I suppose. Hmm. Yeah, um, that's something I did not get. So I'm interested to hear that. And where that kind of started was we lose ourselves, but we find it all that sort of 
losing yourself but finding it all. I took that to be, um, how do you, uh, I guess in a lot of stories and whatnot, somebody who is greedy, that you could say that they they had everything in life, but they were soulless or they were, you know. Interesting. So I started to, that, that okay. those two lines gave me that idea. And then a little bit later there were, um, there's a, there's another line that solidified that for me. Okay. So I took it, I guess this is where we're going to diverge because I took it in a different path. Um, I said, wait, we can't, you know, this is for me, this song is about finding your way, finding your path in life. So in order to find yourself and figure out where to go or what to do or whatever it is, you got to lose yourself first almost okay. as a reference point. Right. So like it's the same thing as saying like, you can't have happy times without the bad times, right? It gives you a reference. Um, so I kind of took it in that direction. Okay. Definitely, definitely can buy that. So next one is cause we are the ones that want to play, always want to go, mm -hmm. but you never want to stay. Yeah, I'm actually, you're right. I'm kind of seeing, seeing the greed. where it starts to come into, yeah. Um, or at least, maybe I won't say greed, I'll, I'll let you have that one, and I'll try to stick to my, <laughs> just for, well, just for yeah, the sake yeah. of comparison. Yeah. Um, uh, again, I, I think there's contradiction coming into the song here. Um I think he starts to talk about in finding your way, how some people maybe are not, you know, successful in doing that or, sure. or think that they find the answers and then stop searching that type of thing. So, um, so yeah, so, cause we're the ones that want to play, always want to go, but you never want to stay. So I guess again, the contradiction and the, the idea that you're always searching so you yeah. always want to go, but you never want to stay. So you're never happy with what you find, I guess. But I'm not totally convinced. No, that... I would like to point out, though, yeah. um, real quick, that the guitar riff in this song matches beautifully to the whole waterfall theme because it's just this, like, chunky chord riff that just drops in pitch every time. It's very nice. So I too. thought that, that goes along well. It but does. Anyway. No, I, I think you're, yeah, I'm, in general, I, but I, and I keep finding, so I wrote down, um, or I, I agree with you in general on the, this one, and actually the next block as well, are, they're kind of similar, mm -hmm. um, but I, so I wrote down, keeping with the theme of, like, many paths in life, like the waterfall, mm -hmm. right, is different, mm -hmm. so keeping with that theme, greed, and, like, constant choice is something that people can easily get lost in, so their okay. attention spans are extremely short, you know, mm -hmm. They're, they they want to play the greed, and they're always wanting to go and, and see things, uh, but the the constant choice, and if you want to bring in like a modern commentary here, you could say that modern life with all the million things that you could do and your phone and all those different things, all mm -hmm. of this is kind of pre-cell phones. Not really, but... 2001, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> Pre-what we know it as today. Right. Um, so, basically, the either the the sort of infinite number of choices which keep you all keep us all preoccupied or whatever or and then mm -hmm. also if you wanted to work in a, a bit of greed in there i mm -hmm. had that okay. biased at this point so sure bias not biased so the next lyrics are we are the ones that want to choose always want to play but you never want to lose so um keeping with with my path here so you want to make the shots in your life but you're not willing to take the consequences basically yeah um so you can't really accept so yeah can't always want to play but you never want to lose um you're just not really willing to or you can't accept that things are out of your control is kind of how i took that okay um and then i guess going back to the waterfall thing it, it would suggest that it doesn't really matter anyway because it's going to happen right <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're going to lose in, not necessarily overall, but you have to be willing to accept that that hectic part of life is there. This one, to me, it's, I actually, I suppose in a way, I just blocked the previous one and this one together. Mm -hmm. 
So I, I just took these two ultimately to mean the same thing to me, but mm -hmm. maybe that was lazy. Well, the reason I say that is because, so I'm going to skip over aerials in the sky because I don't, I don't, that feels random to me. I'm sure it's not, but so let's just pretend that that's not there for a minute. When you get to the next line, when you lose small mind, you free your life. So I think if you connect that with the previous lines of, you know, not, if you can come with, you know, acceptance that, that, that hectic part of life is there, then that's going to open your mind and you're going to be free. You're going to have that free feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, so I found connection between those lines. Sure. Um, but again, I don't aerials in the sky. I don't know what that means. <laughs> so at this point with the greed, um, I took the theory and I, I guess I, I'm not a religious person, but, um, to me, aerials in the sky, and especially another thing that we'll get to in a minute, I mm -hmm. took this again to, or not again, but uh, basically speaking to some spiritual power. And so far, we've been describing greedy people who mm -hmm. probably want to get to, well, get to the eternal prize. Um, and this is just sort of a commentary on both that those people exist and that the way you might get, get there is to lose your mind and free mm. your life, lose your small mind. So you might, you might look down on someone who's greedy and call them small. Okay. So when you lose your small mind, your greedy mind, your mm -hmm. vindictive mind, whatever the negative thing is, you right. free your life and can okay. therefore get the Oops. eternal prize. That makes sense. So you're saying aerials is kind of like some higher power? Yeah. Okay. So then the next... Get, I couldn't get past that literal meaning of that word, yeah. I think, when I was thinking about it. Um, yeah, because, like, what are aerials? I think, in my head, I was thinking, like... Uh, it's like acrobatics in the, in the sky. <laughs> it is, and I guess... In a me, literal sense, right? Yeah, it is. It is like you, a plane is doing aerials, like they're right. they're flipping right. around in the sky. To me, I guess I took it as like this might sound absurd. Um, when a plane is like doing all their tricks and stuff, they've mm -hmm. got that smoke, mm -hmm. right? That a lot of times they'll trail behind them, so it looks neat. Those aerials what? could be not that they're not that we're talking specifically about ones from a plane, mm -hmm. but if things look like they're moving in the sky and are doing wild stuff, maybe the Aurora Borealis type stuff, you know, somebody could look up at that and go, whoa, that's, uh, that's God or something. What if it's just a reference to being free? If you're able to like really back up and take it abstractly, the sky has no physical bounds. Sure. And if you're up there doing aerials, you could say that you're moving freely. Yeah. And within the context of that, aerials in the sky, when you lose small mind, you free your life. Right. That, so that I think it together. connects there. Yeah. That's good. That's, I might go with that. That's pretty good. <laughs> I, I have a blank spot next to those, but I, I'm going to fill that in. <laughs> <laughs> so the next line... Um, Life is a waterfall. We drink from the river, then we turn around and put up our walls. This mm -hmm. was where, for me, the whole, as I was going through this the first time, mm -hmm. um, both the greed really showed itself and okay. the commentary on people in general. So it's say, basically saying that, you know, someone traveling along is going to find an oasis. They drink, you know, they drink from the water of the river, but then they turn around and keep everybody away from that spot. Because it's because mm. it's their spot. Okay, that's I totally see that. Um, the way I connected it back to the theme I was running with. Um, you know, if you go back to let's see, uh, you know, always want to go but you never want to stay, always searching this mm -hmm. type of thing. Um, then you get here and it kind of contradicts that a little bit. Because um, they settle down. Yeah, because you're saying you drink from the river. So a river, let's say, uh, I took oh. it as a river of knowledge, which is going to be super vast, right? And to say that you just took a drink means that you just kind of like dipped in your cup. 
you took a really small amount and then you put up your walls. So that's your, now your, you think you have life figured out. You've got your small little understanding and you put up your walls and you're not willing to let new information in. That's really fucking good. <laughs> I don't know. That's just... I like that. No, I like that. Yeah. Okay. So thought... it's just interesting. We've kind of, we've actually kind of, now that I think about it, gone on a little bit of a journey. We started out more accepting of life being a waterfall and going through this process of figuring out the information and what life is. And then here we are. Um, we've taken the drink from the river and we put up the walls. So we maybe weren't as open as we initially thought. I think you've got a more, I like your, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was, that was very <laughs> specific. Yeah. No, I like it because I was looking ahead and I was thinking yes. about a couple spots. Yeah. Um, so I think we are mostly in repeat for a few verses here. Right? Yeah, so he does Swimming Through the Void again, but we find mm -hmm. it all, all that, because uh, we are the ones that want to play, and we are the ones that want to choose. Those two bits happen. Mm. Um, then Ariel's in the sky, when you lose small yep. mind, you free your life. Ariel's so up high. When yeah, it changes you there. Yeah, Ariel's so up high, when you free your eyes, eternal prize. Ariel's in the sky, when you lose your mind, you free your life. Mm -hmm. Ariel so up high when you free your eyes eternal prize so again uh, for me ending here is if to for the greedy person to achieve uh, salvation or mm -hmm. whatever it is mm -hmm. uh, they still they need to free their they need to uh, free their free their life and lose their small mind and the eternal yeah. prize I guess is a repeat of uh, well, aerials in the sky are, are the spirits and whatnot, and the eternal prize, I guess, is to be with them or be up there with them or or something to that effect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess. And I think that we kind of conclude in the same spot because same thing, if you're able to put down your walls and you're able to um, keep an open mind and see the bigger picture, then that's going to be what, you know, frees your life in the sense that, and so I think that is the eternal prize is kind of just having life figured out. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Ariel's so high. So do you think, so the song kind of ends with a bunch of like very ominous sounding woes, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You think this person figured it out? The end of the song is very, uh, so it's got the woes, and then it ends yeah. on a very pointed, like, dung. Mm -hmm. Right? It ends at a very... Kind of like a gong sound, like a meditative... And it sounds very nice. Dong. It very, does. very meditative is a good word, so I'm going to say yes, because... I, I think so. Yeah. The end of the song, you're, you're like, oh, that was really cool, <laughs> the way that ended. The song's actually really beautiful. It's very nice. All right. Uh, yeah, I think... So decide. now, at this point, people take to social media and say, you're fucking wrong. <laughs> you got it wrong. <laughs> yeah. Worth I like... noting, I, I didn't look up the lyrics, you know, the first time we did, or I looked up the lyrics. I didn't look up other opinions, and I didn't do it this time either. No, definitely not. So One I thing I did read kind of bias going into it. afterwards, I did go look at the band's Wikipedia page, because I wanted to just oh, yeah. find out when they were formed and all that. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the comments in, on the Wikipedia page, at least, was that uh, comment on their lyrics, or a quick, mm -hmm. quick little section on their lyrics, and they're like, System of a Down's lyrics are often quite abstract and difficult to, you know, find meaning in. Not find meaning <laughs> in, but find specific meaning and, and whatnot. And they're, they're, like, not, they're not straightforward. No, they're intentionally vague. Yeah. Uh, but then, also, like, that song BYOB is not quite as vague because... Uh, it's got that line in there. Why don't presidents go to war? Why do they always send the poor? Yeah. Which is quite, you know, you're not, you can't really interpret that any other way. But it's a weird song because otherwise they're talking about partying in the desert. Right. Right. At least seemingly. Well, but what else, what else could you call the party in the desert? War. Yeah. Got a particular it. war. 
Oh shit, this is a three song episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, System of a Down, pretty cool. This I gotta, I gotta, I might have, not only am I gonna get, get the songs for this episode, but might buy a couple albums. Um, yeah, I think they have like three, maybe three full length albums. As Apparently, of, they're still active. Yeah, that's what I saw too, which is pretty dope. So, yeah. Oops. Probably be a hell of a concert to go to. <laughs> Scary. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. Yeah. Who knows? All right. Um, All right, people. Thanks for listening. Uh, yep. Let us know. Hope you enjoyed. Yeah, let us know one way or the other about this format. Um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, also, if people, you know, just like suggesting topics for the, the regular episodes, if you got songs that you want to think oh, about. Oh, yeah. Yep. Good call. For sure. That'd be fun. It is a balance, right? Uh, so Alex picked the first set. I uh, I picked this set. Um, you you got to find something that, one, you haven't thought about too much. Yeah. Uh, that has enough meaning in it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all that. It's actually not all that easy to, to... No, it hasn't just been, like, picking a random... No. Somewhat random, I mean, but, you know song's got to have some think you substance wanted, to it. I think you wanted to do Justin Bieber. Yeah. <laughs> I was saying, though, that if we need to do Justin Bieber, that it's got to be like a whole album. Right. Because there's going to be like one little bit of content in each song that's worth talking about, maybe, at best. I think the song's <laughs> about relationships. <laughs> Ooh, he's having trouble with this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Catch you next week. Yep. Yep.